Good day, good evening, and good morning wherever you may be. And this is the Biz Analyst Moment with Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst. And welcome. Now let's dive into those moments. Hi, folks. Hope you're well wherever you are in the world today. Whether it be evening, morning, noon, or night, wherever you are, or in between. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Being a Biz Analyst, Biz Analyst Moments. And today, and this week, as this week is usually, we are exploring how to move your career forward. And as you might have listened to, or you might have not listened to it, the previous episode, which was released on Saturday, if you want to go back and listen to that, that would be very helpful for you to understand why we're doing what we're doing today. So what we're doing today is we're diving into ways to actually expand that top part of your T-shaped skill set and subject matter expertise. So just quickly, why we wanted to do that was to build stronger relationships with people within our company or outside of our company that we need to be able to interact with. So I'll just give you one little example. When I was working at a company previously, I, I didn't really have to interact with people outside of my team on the development side of things. But once in a while, I needed to interact with people either in sales or customer service. Now, I was able to do this fairly effectively. And the reason I was able to do this fairly effectively was because I had a background in customer service and sales. So I was able to bond with them based on not what they do, but really understanding where they're coming from in terms of their experience of customer service and sales. So I knew what it was like to be in that position. I knew what it was you know, like to deal with a really frustrating customer. So what we're exploring today are options or ways to go out and expand that T, top of the T-shape because we're all really, really good at diving deep and working on our skill sets, but not so good at broadening that T. So to broaden that T, what I do personally, number one, I go out to meetup groups and other events but i don't just go out to meetup groups like i do nor um regularly like agile vancouver devops vancouver where obviously i'm going to meet other people that are interested in the same things i am but i also go out to other events which might only be on what i might call the fringe of something that might be remotely interesting or remotely related to what I might do as a business analyst. The other thing that I do a lot of is 
I own a subscription to LinkedIn Learning. So if you're not familiar with LinkedIn Learning, and no, I don't get any <laughs> kickbacks on this type of sort of pitch, but what I do is, so, uh, sorry, <laughs> let me try that again. So I own a subscription to LinkedIn Learning, and like I said, I don't get any kickbacks on this little pitch on LinkedIn Learning, but LinkedIn Learning is basically a platform similar to kind of similar to you to me only instead of being a lot of in independent course creators linkedin basically takes full responsibility for all the content so you really know that all the content has been i guess verified and validated as being truly something of value to its customers so they went out and bought lynda.com which had basically been doing the same thing, excuse me, and then moved all that content onto their own platform, which now they call LinkedIn Learning. And so it, it's really fabulous platform. Anyway, enough about LinkedIn Learning. Uh, so what I do is I go out and I pick courses on obviously subject matter that I might need to know about that's very specific to what I might do as a business analyst but I also branch out to other subject matters so I've been doing a lot in marketing lately so online marketing offline marketing because I've been running a lot of events lately for uh, the meetup groups that I volunteer for and I want to just explore, like, what are some new ways for us to promote our event, but not really knowing anything in marketing, you know, you got to go and get the knowledge for it. What's great about doing this and being open to exploring in these new avenues is that even if I get nothing out of it for the purpose that I'm going and researching it for, which is the meetup groups, at least now I have a better understanding of what do marketing people actually do? What is their thought process through things? What do they need to know to be able to be effective in marketing? So that if I ever needed to, what's called liaise or collaborate with somebody, then I would be able to collaborate with them fairly effectively, at least on the high or top level of understanding what their needs were and not sort of being, you know, eyes glazed over, <laughs> falling asleep, not knowing what they're talking about and need to rush out and learn a whole bunch of new language, acronyms and subject matter expertise to actually be able to have a conversation with that marketing person because I've already learned at least enough to start that conversation with them and demonstrate to them that I respect them and what they do for a living because I've come to them having known at least or at least tried to demonstrate that I now know a little bit about what they do and how they do it. The same thing applies to languages. So. I've heard that if you go to France, 
they really want you to actually know how to speak French. But if you're at least trying to speak French, that's considered very respectful. But if you just sort of show up and just try and speak English all the time, that's fine for the really big cities. But for the smaller communities and outlying urban areas, they might not like it too much. So it's similar to that idea of going to a new country and having the option of not knowing anything versus actually attempting to try and understand where they're coming from to be respectful of who they are and that you're walking into their environment sort of unwelcomed <laughs> and allowing yourself to become more integrated with them and build those better relationships by expressing and demonstrating that you've done a little bit of work at least to meet them where they're at. And that's really the bottom line of all of this T-shaped stuff and why I'm so very passionate about you guys going out and challenging yourself to learn something new. The other way that I do this in closing is meeting new people and really exploring not just what do they do for a living, but what do they do outside of you know work like what do they do as an interest and what is their home life like and really trying to always have a mindset anytime i'm meeting with somebody of what can i learn from this situation what can i learn from this person and ultimately coming full circle and back to that previous episode what we want to get out of doing all of this is being able to build rapport and in turn over time building stronger relationships with people over a personal interest or subject matter expertise that they're very passionate about rather than just trying to bond over the work itself Thanks very much for joining me. Have an amazing day. And we'll see you back next week where we'll be discussing the retrospective for June of 2019. Again, we did have a goal of 175 plays for the whole month. So we are getting very, very close to that. Uh, depending on where I go and count the number of plays, uh, from the analytics on Anchor, it seems to be somewhere around 140 plays as an average. So we're about 35 plays away from reaching our goal. So we do want to reach that. So if you can help me out by sharing this episode with other people that might be interested in knowing more about being T-shaped and how to actually do that, that would be greatly appreciated. Thanks very much and have an amazing day, everyone. Biz Analyst Potential to Biz Analyst Career. Thank you for joining me, Adam Hessler, from Being a Biz Analyst for another Biz Analyst Moment. I hope you enjoyed today's moment. I know I did. These are the moments of our careers.